everybody and if there is natural birth and that's where when people have other life experiences or they have experience with trauma I'm so thankful for the epidural because the intensity will like break you while Allegra is on this journey to become a birth worker and become a mom herself she meets Kimberly Durden Kim and Allegra have a business partnership but their relationship is so much more deep than that I actually encountered her early in my path to birth work and I really looked up to her and she had five kids and she was so graceful. She got pregnant with her sixth child. By some miracle, the midwife that was going to take care of her wanted to bring an assistant and Kim said, yeah, she would like for me to come. And I was there when her eldest daughter, Yanni, gave birth to her first child. So I was there when Kim became a grandmother, and I snapped a little picture of her, like, holding her baby, Zuri, who was one at the time, and just, like, crying watching her eldest become a mom. It's like our path is so windy, and it's so long. <laughs> when I got pregnant with my daughter, I took Kim's training workshop, so that's really when she became my, like, official breastfeeding mentor and she was a student with my midwife, so she was kind of helping me along the way with my pregnancy. And then we just been like sister friends <laughs> ever since, I guess. There's something to be said for sharing a birth space with each other and supporting each other in labor and in the postpartum time. And so we have so much trust for each other and so much history for each other in a way that like, we'll probably never be able to replicate this kind of partnership. You know, we're just like bonded for life. Allegra and Kim shared a vision for birth work. They started the Birthing People Foundation to bring in more birth workers of color and address disparities. They also built a birth center called Kindred Space LA. There's been like an element of like magic kind of in all of this work that we do. We're just like going with the flow, but it feels like we're on like a wave of magic that's just like moving us all across. The main reason that we wanted to build this birth center is so that clients with Medi-Cal can come here and they can receive services from us and have their baby and they don't have to pay us anything. The plan is when we're able to accept Medi-Cal, we'll bring another midwife on. So it's expanding our staff and offering our services to more families. When I started 10 years ago, there was only one black licensed midwife in Southern California. When you think about how many black people there are in our city, it's not enough options. I think I know seven black midwives in Los Angeles, and that's like amazing, but it's still not enough. Especially now with so much information around how horrible the statistics are for Black women birthing in this country. Black women want to be cared for by other Black women. They want a Black midwife, a Black doula, a Black lactation consultant, a Black anesthesiologist, a Black OBGYN, a Black maternal fetal medicine. They want to be cared for by people who see value in their life. And there are not enough options. There are not enough providers. 
So that's why we are doing this work with what we can do, right? We can't really make more OBGYNs. That's like kind of outside of our scope or our control, but we can help people get the information they need to be culturally competent, birth workers to understand how to care for black people in an institution. And that is what the hospital setting is. It's an institution that doesn't serve black people well. And we can help support more aspiring Black midwives to do what they need to do in order to practice midwifery legally and safely in the state. As you know, when COVID hit, it impacted everybody, every industry, and it was no different in the world of birth work. More people are looking towards having home births. They feel like they have more control by choosing a team who they can trust and they know who will be there and you have a general idea of their COVID policies. I think just the prolonged stress of COVID is affecting people's pregnancies. We're having more complications that we maybe will like not see at all in our career. And now it's like we're having them multiple times. But, you know, the silver lining is that we're here now and we're really where we are with having this new birth center and opening it because of some really dark things that have happened in our world and in our country. And we are a silver lining, just like being here, having this conversation, sitting here in the birth room. You know, I don't think that we would be here if COVID never happened or if George Floyd never got murdered or it's like all of that is a really important part of our story at this point. I feel like it is impacting me as a person and a woman and a mom and I had another baby last year so I'm riding that wave with people and it has been harder holding space for people as they process more intense things and I've just been really leaning into finding my support system and leaning into that and you know all the stuff that I'm talking to my clients about I'm trying to do it myself because it's like we keep needing to do more it's unending <laughs> the coping is unending we just like keep doing it so like that's happening for my clients and that's happening for myself too this interview was about allegra's work as a midwife in la what came up organically in that is her own personal connections to birth I think that says a lot about her ability to bring in her own personal experiences to hold space for her clients and do that emotional work, the energy work, to bring in empathy. You know, we have a lot to learn from the way Allegra comes to this work. It's not about seeing birth work as one part of the journey, but seeing it in the wholeness of the person their family, the community, their networks and conditions of their life. That's a model of birth work and beyond that we should be thinking about. So it's really not one size fits all, but it's a lot of space holding and listening and support and encouragement and love around birth before and after. You know, midwifery care, we kind of straddle the holistic and the medical so it's like I can give stitches and suture and IVs and I can also do energy work and I can feel somebody's belly and know where the baby's positioning is and help the parents understand what they can do to help the baby get in a better position for birth. 
the care I provide, it changes based on how pregnant a person is or what their goals and desires are. So it really is individualized care. I kind of thought that I would like work in advertising and then I would retire and then I would get to be a midwife. And I'm just really grateful that I didn't go that route and that I was able to do it sooner because I just love it so much. And I feel like I'm great at it and I can really get with like all the what we call like the woo-woo spiritual energy work. I've seen really phenomenal things. Also just like the straight up biology of it the design of the human body and the reproductive system is just like it's just magic you know and getting to experience that over and over again and getting to share what I have learned along the way you know even beginning with the things that my sister once told me that she was learning about in her childbirth education class it feels like midwifery care is the perfect use of all of my parts and I believe that this is exactly what I'm here to do and I'm so happy that I can do it. If you look at birth with a narrow medical lens, then we're just talking about body and physical process. There is the magic of birth, especially in a time period that has been very difficult across the world. There's some really magical moments in the way that birth happens but at the same time like knowing that there's disparities and there's struggles and there's method there's medicine and there's advocacy and all of those things if you let birth work be the many layered things that it is it is about connection I think that that is the magic sauce in this story. I agree with you. There are so many different types of connections in this story within her own family generationally. This deep bond that she's developed with Kim, which is really unique, their story. Then there's also the connections with her clients, which includes the parents, but then also the babies. The connections between the women and generations in this story is really magical. I hope this episode is a celebration of that. This program was produced by Vina Hampapur and Sabo Wahid of the UCLA Labor Center and Rework Radio. Thanks to Allegra Hill and Kimberly Durden from Kindred Space LA. The Making Contact team is Sonia Green, Jessica Partnow, Anita Johnson, Salima Hamarani, Sabine Blazin, and I'm Monica Lopez. Thanks for listening to Making Contact.
Hey, KBOO members. It's time once again to vote and make your voices heard. KBOO's 2021 annual membership meeting